0: Following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa.
1: It's like, hey, let's figure out our break-even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount but less checks, right?
0: And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa.
1: I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk
0: about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning,
1: Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, or however you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Alsball brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 7.30, right here on KZIM, KSIM. And as usual, I have my great co-host, Tony, the Great Shore. Good morning, Tony.
0: (laughs) Well, two greats. I don't know if I can live up to that. Brock, but (laughs) that's the double grade, but I I appreciate it. So (laughs) I have been really good. I've had a great week. It just an exciting week. You know, I got a lot done and just really busy. Got a lot of plans coming up, you know, we're getting uh, later in the year here and more and more is happening. So that's good. How about you? What have you been up to? You know what?
1: Uh, We're just doing life right now, you know, and and the good part is, is that, you know, we've got some things to look forward to. You know, uh, Southeast Missouri State University, uh, my beloved Red Hawks, they have, you know, they're not going to have a football season. Um, And so that's kind of a bummer. But, um, you know, my son uh, plays for the junior high, so they are having a season. And so we have that to look forward to, and uh, quite honestly, I'd rather watch him play than watch uh, you know, college people play anyway, just because he's my son. Um, well, so yeah. anyway, we're yeah, we're excited about that. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for asking, but we're doing good. Listen, Tony, we've got a great show lined up for these folks today. Uh, we've got a couple fun topics here uh, to talk about, and then also I'm going to offer something up. I've had a lot of conversations lately, Tony, about the presidential election and who's going to win. And if X, Y, Z wins, what's going to happen to the stock market. And if this person wins, what's going to happen to tax rate, all this stuff. People have a lot of questions. Guess what? We've got answers. I've got a new white paper that I want to offer to everybody out there. Give us a call and we'll mail it to you. It's called the presidential election cycles and the U S stock market. You know, a lot of people say saying and, and I've had lots of communication to say, look, let's keep our emotions, out of investing. That's a general rule that applies no matter what's going on. But we also need to keep our political views separate from our investment philosophies. And there's a lot of great information in this uh, white paper that allows you to make good informed decisions about what you're doing now and backs up what you should be uh, doing as well. If you're, you know, ignoring a lot of the noise, what I call out there right now, well, this paper, will tell you exactly what has happened in the past what you could expect and don't even though you you don't let your political bias make decisions on what you're doing in your portfolio in your investment strategy in your retirement planning it's a great great article and actually there's a lot of um, history here so if you like history and and, and how it relates to the, the stock market and presidential elections this paper is for you. So give us a call here at 332 7855. 332 7855 And we'll mail this white paper out to you. And we can calm your nerves and you can make good decisions when it comes to your investments. Also, check out our website. It's the innovative the innovative team.com. Lots of great information, past shows. You can order my book on there. It's called the Last Paycheck. Uh last week we gave away up to five copies of that. So uh, thank you for calling and requesting those, and we sent those out to you. Uh, and um, so that's a, another great resource for you to do. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if you want to help yourself, just give us a call and create a customized plan for you and your family, so you know that you can go into retirement with confidence. Three three two seven eight five five. All right, Tony. So uh, uh, now that we know we've got that deal taken care of, yeah. Uh, let's sounds let's get great. Into our, yeah. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm excited about that paper because, again, so many conversations, and I see so many people talking about, you know, presidential elections,
0: and yeah, oh my gosh,
1: should we put it all in the cash? Because yeah, how's it going to affect bad.
0: the markets? That kind of thing. Right. That's that's huge. Well, yeah. and you, but you said you wanted to talk about golf today on the show, but my question for you, Brock, <laughs> that's what you told me before the show. But my it question, is. my question is, what does golf have to do with finance? Okay so so there's some parallels here you know I love the game of golf Tony I do
1: I play try to play once or twice a week uh, schedule kind of affects that sometimes but I try to and I love the game. It can be the most frustrating sport I've ever played. <laughs> yep. I, I grew up playing sports yeah and and golf is absolutely by far the most frustrating sport I've ever played. I've played with baseball players Tony that that go hey, I have no problem hitting a 90 mile an hour fastball, but man, this thing that's sitting still on the ground here, it's a lot harder to do than hitting that 90 mile an hour fastball. And that just blows my mind, but it's so true. And if you've ever played before, you understand those frustrations, but you also understand that those good shots keep you coming back. And what I wanted to do today was to kind of draw some of the parallels of the game of golf with your financial life. And there are really two major uh, topics here, golf and finances. So again, I wanna draw some parallels here. And uh, we're gonna talk about performing portfolios and and, and let's talk about uh, how you take lessons that you've learned uh, while you're out on the green and how they could apply to your financial life. Okay, so again, drawing parallels between the game of golf in your financial life. Are you ready, Tony? I
0: am ready. This should be interesting.
1: <laughs> okay. So what's one of the biggest things you got to consider when you're making that tea time and you're going to go out and play golf? What What is the biggest thing, Tony? What would Prob- you say? Probably
0: weather. Yes. Or who I'm that golfing pro- with.
1: <laughs> or, or how many beers you have in the cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <you> know, so. <laughs> Those are some priorities, but uh, right. weather,
0: as far as how it's going to affect my game, I would say weather.
1: That's correct. That is absolutely the number one thing you should be looking at, right? Because it affects if you can even play at all. Right. I don't like uh, to golf
0: in lightning storms. I don't know about you. <laughs> I try to avoid. Usually that. they
1: don't allow that. You know, they'll blow that. Uh, blow that <laughs> horn, but uh, but but you know, you don't want to you don't want to golf in the
0: rain. And if you or do, an, I don't think per- the heavy stuff's going to come down for quite a while yet.
1: Oh, look at you! I think look we can play, through. Mr. I Caddyshack.
0: Would, I would play through. <laughs>
1: But when it comes to rain, if you you know it could make the club setup slip out of your hands, or or even if it's 99 degrees with a heat index of 105, I mean y- you got to be prepared, right? So if you're an avid golfer, you're going to say, well, look, uh, it's raining, but it's not lightning, so I'm going to play. So what do you need to do? Do you have the appropriate clothing? Do you have rain gloves, for example? And by the way, if you ever play in the rain. I mean, use those rain gloves, Tony. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I have They are amazing. Really? Like you the yes. It's almost huh. like the wetter that they, the more wet they get, the better they perform. It's really those things are amazing. If you ever, if you're a golfer and you don't have a pair of rain gloves, I would highly recommend to do it. It's like twenty bucks. Well, uh, FootJoy makes one. I know they're great. So anyway, but the point is, you have to be prepared, right? So if you're, if it is ninety nine and one o five, you've got to wear sunblock. You might want to wear a hat. All of these things, you have to make plans to accommodate what's going on outside. And your finances is no different. The first step to that is before you even step on the golf course or before you even think about retiring, get a plan. Be prepared as possible for these unexpected situations. So, you know, the the point there is get a plan before you even go out. So that's the first parallel, Tony.
0: Yeah. That's a good parallel right there. Uh, now I really think that this is a, a fascinating, I like the illustration you're using <laughs> and I see right. where you're going with this. What other parallels have you found?
1: Okay. So, uh, this is going to, this is going to uh, hit home for a lot of people. One of the most important things, uh, about golf is, and it's like your finances, there are lots of challenges. Okay. Many of those challenges are outside of your control, like the weather that we just discussed. But there are some things that you can control sometimes, like if you're going to hit it into a sand bunker, okay? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you're on the course and you have to choose between, you know, say risking it and trying to shoot your ball over the pond or just laying up and hitting it short, what are you going to do? How are you going to approach that? You have options, that's the good news, but is it worth the risk? And it's the same thing in the financial world. Is it worth the risk to have everything in stock or to have 80% of your money in stock when you should have 50% of your money in
0: stock? Right. So, and I'm not, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not good enough to give golf advice, but I know you're the financial expert. How can people protect their finances from the hazards?
1: So the first and foremost is you have to figure out what your picture looks like. Okay. And what I mean by that is what are your goals? What is And, and, and one of the most important factors to making a successful retirement uh, plan and then thus living that out is you have to know what it takes to maintain your lifestyle. And then let's develop a plan an income stream, saving money to create that income stream to make that lifestyle happen. Okay. And one of the the important factors when it comes to that is making sure your allocation is correct as well. Okay. So if you uh, are 50 years old, you should probably be a little bit more conservative than someone that's 30 years old. Correct. Well, let's get that dialed in and make sure it's right on track. And you can do that by using our color of money risk analysis go to our website. You can go to actually go to a different website. It's mycolorofmoney.org, mycolorofmoney.org. It's an 11 question survey. And it asks you questions about how you feel about investing. And then we need to match that up with your actual allocation. So many times, Tony, people come into my office and they say, they answer these questions and we give them a score and we go talk through this. And you know, it's not the end all be all, but it's a very good indication of how they probably should be allocated. It's a good start, in other words. And you compare that to where they actually are invested and it's a lot of times not, uh, they're not jiving, in other words, it's way off. So we just need to make some adjustments. Same thing in your golf, right? You need your golf world is you need to make adjustments. Stop trying to hit it 300 yards. You're not gonna hit it 300 yards. Play within yourself, play within your game. Same thing with your financial life, play within your game don't try to keep up with the Joneses, right? Let's do what we need to do to maintain our lifestyle. Let's not derail our plan by buying an $80,000 car when you don't have the resources to do that. Okay. So there, there's another parallel there for you, you know, when it comes to finances and the parallel between that and golf.
0: Now, Brock, this has been an interesting topic, talking about preparing for your greatest game Comparing golf and finances, give us another lesson that can be applied to both. All right, so getting back to our discussion or our conversation here about risk
1: and determining where you are with your assets, and that uh, applies in golf too. Imagine if you had to play a round of golf with just your driver. Now, look, I might not do any worse. (laughs) That's how bad I am. But go ahead and listen. If you don't play golf, <laughs> just so you understand, a driver has a big head on it, and it's the one you hit on a tee box when you got a long hole, right? And your irons are the ones you play with to, to hit it onto the green, and then of course you have your putter. Um, and so, just to give some, <laughs> some uh, you know perspective, re- perspective here. Yes, exactly. Uh, but anyway, you might do fine with that driver on your first tee shot, right? But when you go up and you have 100 yards, or if you end up in the sand, uh, or with your short game around the green, what are you going to do? There's a reason that there is diversification in your golf bag when it comes to golf and your clubs. And it's the same to be said in your financial life. Diversification is a good thing. If you just had international stocks, or if you just had large cap stocks, or if you just had bonds... You probably would not do very well. Okay, so there's a reason why you have multiple golf clubs, up to 14, by the way, that's the legal limit. Uh, golf clubs in your golf bag, same thing in your in your in your financial life. Diversification in your portfolio is so so important, and making sure that no matter what happens in the markets, so though, let's say that you know the stock market goes down. Well, that's why you have bonds. That's why you have gold. That's why you have real estate. That's why you have preferred stock. All of these things that will help you no matter what the market is doing. That's called diversification. And that's why it's so important.
0: Yeah. And that's, that is important. And you want to be diversified. You got to have a balance as well. Uh, I think you make a really yeah. good point there. Yeah. So, you know, and to piggyback
1: off of that, Tony, it's really important to remain flexible too. Okay. Okay. And what I and let's draw that parallel. So it's whether it's in golf or your finances, and I don't mean physically like touch your toes or t- do the splits. Right by the way, I cannot touch my toes and I cannot do the splits. Tony, you may be able to. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: No, not since breakfast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although I probably should be. I, I do do yoga every once in a while to try to keep flexible here, but uh, and and to keep you know to prevent injuries on the course, but. It's important to be flexible with your finances because if your plan begins to say backfire on you you may have to make adjustments to your plan uh, and on the golf course we call that course management okay so what that means is is having an understanding of in the golf game where the bailouts are in other words you, you you know if they have a pin that's right behind a bunker that's that's not a probably a smart thing to do just hit it in the middle of the green okay same thing with your finances you want to be flexible. That's why you should be reevaluating your plan and your investments at least on an annual basis. Okay. And, and so, uh, same thing with, with the, uh, with, with golf. Okay. You can, if you can't hit the ball 300 yards, someone who has $20,000, but wants a million dollars by the end of the year will probably be disappointed, Tony. <laughs> yeah, you it's, it's, you have to have realistic expectations. And you have to have uh, realistic actions, right? In other words, again, kind of going back to the car. Let's not buy an $80,000 car when we don't have the resources to do it, okay? Um, And and it's going to derail your your plans going forward. It might be tempting to keep up with the Joneses, but let's be realistic and do the things that we should do in our own life. You know, my wife and I, we have discussions about this. We talk about, Tony, about, hey, what would we do if we made less money and or more money. Okay. It's, and it's just fun conversations to have to say, well, look, w- w- live within your means. You're right. The first step of that is don't spend more than you make say, second step is save enough money for, you know, college and education and, 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 uh, more importantly, your own retirement first and foremost, Right. but do the things you need to be doing. Yeah. Okay. And so anyway, just have realistic expectations.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's very important. So uh, this is a great topic. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, not everybody golfs, and uh, but some of us can drive 300 yards, no problem, on a golf course. Uh, I mean, I'm kidding. I, not me. Uh, on a more serious note, what other comparisons can you think of?
1: I don't know, Tony. I mean, you, you, you know, if you really hit one square, how far
0: do you think you could hit it? <laughs> If I, I could mean, hit really, it square, I mean, it would go It would go yeah. far. But uh, I slice wicked to the right every time. <laughs> hey, I've got some tips for you after the show. I'll uh, okay. give you some tips to try Good. to fix that. Good.
1: <laughs> but seriously, folks, we all know someone who is just terrible at golf. And I do. I'm not going to say names. Because <laughs> I want to keep that friend a friend. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but I'm talking like a 30 handicap type person, you know, that's just, it's just, you know, a double bogey on every hole type of thing. And, and oftentimes there are people who are bad at golf yet do nothing to improve their game. They can hit the worst shot and then take it out of the frustration on the club. Of course. So you got that guy that just, you know, hits a horrible shot and he's slamming his club down on the ground and cussing and yelling and all this stuff. Uh, if you, If you hit the same terrible shot all the time, wouldn't you want to do something about it? If you don't do anything about it, you're going to remain terrible. Same thing in your financial life. If you keep doing bad things and not doing the things you should, nothing is going to change. And the beautiful thing about golf is there's no one to blame except for yourself. That's not a team sport. You're on this on your own. Okay. And you're doing, you're trying to improve. Now you can hire coaches and I would recommend that same thing in your own life. Hire a coach, hire a financial advisor that has expertise in this area. Okay. A true financial services professional, not just a money manager. There's a big difference. So again, when you're picking out people to help you interview them to say, Hey, are you going to change my swing entirely? Or are we just going to make some adjustments?" Same thing, you know, when you're going to hire a financial services professional, ask them the questions. How do you charge fees? What do you do here? These are good things to do. But the worst thing you could do is try to keep going about it about yourself and not train and not do things and practice the, the, what you should or do the things you can do to help your golf game. In other words, go to the range and practice, but practice the right way. If you're just going to go out and hit balls and you're going to hit them the same way, that's not going to help you. you got to get some coaching. Same thing with your financial life. Stop doing the same thing over and over and thinking that if you just put money in a 401k that you're going to meet your goals and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. And, excuse me, and everything's going to be fine. Does that make sense, Tony?
0: Yep. Makes perfect sense. And I, I think you're making some great points and some great tips there. And, you know, obviously... Uh, your finances are even more important than your golf game. So taking these steps to get help with your financial future is wise. Uh, you don't have to go it alone. And that's what you're here for. And I think that's That's, right. that's hugely important. Uh, obviously, uh, you have uh, some help and some solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is this great offer you have. So before we go today, let our listeners know one more time about this uh, offer.
1: Yeah, so again as we open up the show, I wanted to offer this thing today because we we all are curious. We all some of us are nervous about what's going to happen to the presidential election, but then more specifically how it relates to the stock market. I've had so many conversations because of that, because there's so much interest about this, I decided to offer this presidential election cycles, and the U.S. stock market to give you some perspective on what's happened in the past with presidential elections. And you might say, well, this year's different. You might say, well, this guy is, is doing this, and that guy's offering that. It doesn't matter. It does matter in the short term, but as it relates to what's going on in your life, separate your political bias and your financial strategy. This white paper is going to give you uh, a lot of information and a lot of perspective from the history of, of the stock market and presidential elections to help you uh, stay calm and make informed decisions. So give us a call here at 332-7855. It's, it's you call us, you leave your name, your number, and uh, in your in your address, and we will mail this to you. Okay. And if you want to give your email address, that's fine. We can email it as well. But just give, contact us, and we'd be glad to send this out to you so you can help make yourself a better prepared for staying on track and getting to the retirement that you've always dreamed of.
0: All right, and that does it for today's episode. Thank you so much, Brock. Absolutely. Everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by innovative financial planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through innovative insurance consultants. Innovative financial solutions and innovative insurance consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representation